0: Hello, I'm Sarah Fader, and I'm here with
1: Joy Pearson, and we're having some technical difficulties today. (laughs) Not only, yeah,
0: so many. Actually, we couldn't even hear Joy. So we're let's try this again. All right. I'm no. I am Sarah Fader, and I am here with
1: Joy Pearson.
0: Can you hear me now? (laughs) For some reason it doesn't say, it It just sounds like Joy Pearson. So
1: wait, can you hear me?
0: I can, but for some reason, the joy, the joy is soft, but that's okay. The joy is loud in our lives.
1: (laughs) You know, I've been described as loud at many times in my life, so I'll take it.
0: Same, same. So, oh my God, season five of Love is Blind just dropped.
1: Yeah, we're doing away with the fishbowl for this episode, you guys, because we got a deep dive into the Uche of it all.
0: The Uche of it all. So this <laughs> this season is full of drama. There's so many colorful characters. I think it, it's so fascinating that every season of Love is Blind, there is there, there are emotionally unavailable guys and they project their insecurities onto the women.
1: Yeah, that, well, Begin with Uche is the lawyer, and he definitely acts like it. I like he didn't seem to ever let his guard down, and it just was really rough to see Aliyah try to open up to him and be honest, and him just take
0: her to court literally for it.
1: So Not for those, literally, I'm yeah. sorry, figuratively. I did that wrong. Figuratively, take her to court.
0: That's okay. So for those of you who don't know who the the characters of the of this season, so. Uche is a lawyer. He is very dry. He is very matter of fact. He's very matter-of-fact. He's very by by-the-book type of personality. Mm-hmm. Aaliyah, what does Aaliyah do for a living? I don't remember. I don't remember either.
1: Aaliyah, I,
0: Aaliyah just, she's just awesome for a living. She gets paid to be awesome. And great.
1: she has a great spirit and great energy. She seems just really sweet and genuine and open. And... Um, she, she, might, connected... she might been,
0: sorry, she might have been, she might have been one of those, you know, how sometimes on Love is Blind, it'll be like, Aaliyah, business owner, it might have been something like that.
1: <laughs> it might have been. I never remember their occupations, to be honest. I just well, like, I lose what? interest.
0: You know what? I I hardly ever remember their occupations, except if it's a lawyer, because they make it so known. There's always a lawyer. And actually, on this season, there's multiple lawyers. We have Uche. Johnny is a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, there's another one, I feel like. But I can't yeah, remember. I can't... I
1: don't know, but Uche definitely fits it, especially in the way that he ha- he has conversations. Um, him and Aaliyah have a few big things that happen. First is that Aaliyah is honest with him about her past in that she was in a relationship in which she had an affair Um and she was very frank and honest about what happened and she she admit, admitted that she felt guilty and whatnot and uche uh, how do you, i mean he got condescending and judgmental in his questioning he went straight into lawyer mode like he was prosecuting her and condemning her it was it was hard to watch
0: it it, it really was i'm trying to remember and maybe you can help me here but my memory, my recollection is that he asked her, have you ever cheated in a relationship? I th- think so.
1: I would have to go back and rewatch because the thing about me watching Love is Blind for me is that I have to be doing something while it's on because yes. there's so much secondhand embarrassment and secondhand awkwardness. So it's like, I need to be like drawing or fiddling with something. So I was brushing the dog that I'm staying with. I was brushing their fur. And so I, I, was only kind of half listening, so I don't remember exactly how it came about. But yeah, I, I do the yeah. same
0: thing. Oh my gosh, that's so funny, because it, it's an ADHD dual stimulation thing. I can't, yeah, I can't handle some of the boring parts of it where they're like working out, <laughs> like the guys are working out or the girls yeah. are talking about nothing, and I'm like, this doesn't matter. Let's get to the real stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I, speaking I'm speaking
1: of. Sorry, I've got a tangent really quickly Mm because I was on Reddit today looking at Love is Blind and a lot of people brought up that, you know, there have been claims from past contestants of like not getting enough food and not getting enough water while they were on set. And did you notice that this season there's a lot of gratuitous scenes of them like cooking and eating food and stuff
0: like that? (laughs) Yeah, they were definitely trying to make that a point. Okay, so... (laughs) I remember my memory is that he asked if she'd ever cheated she was honest and here's my thing if you don't want to know then don't ask so he asked her and then even if he had it let's say devil's advocate he hadn't asked her still you're gonna theoretically marry this person don't you want to know the truth right so she says that she cheated and instead of being loving and accepting which is what one would think if someone is trying to open up to you he made her feel shame and guilt when it's very difficult to admit that you cheated, especially if you're meeting someone for the first time and you're trying to be honest about the, your relationship is history. Like he was so incredibly rude to her and made, and if I were her, I would feel unsafe talking to him after that.
1: Well, yeah. And it was a little bit, uh, it was, comfortable and you hit the nail on the head like don't ask the question if you don't want the answer because she wasn't like proud of it or anything she she admitted to it she she said she felt bad she didn't feel good she talked about how like she had tried to make the relationship work and whatnot and it was just he was so it was not not okay and i was really surprised that she was willing to give him another chance after that
0: yeah but that didn't last for long and and i think (laughs) but back it up so i think there's a lot of stuff going on with her so there's there's lydia who is a kind Mm -hmm. of a firecracker and you know initially lydia and um became friends Lydia is is very extroverted. I we were theorizing, and I think that I think she does have ADHD. I mean, there's no doubt to me that she does. So,
1: either way, she definitely has a no boundaries, absolutely no boundaries. She
0: doesn't. So, apparent. So we find out later in the in, in I think it was even season. Sorry, not even season. It was a later episode, three or four, where it gets revealed that. She and, and OJ dated for like three months and then, or three or four months. And it's unclear- Before whether, the pods. Right, before the, the pod. pods. So it's, it's unclear whether the producers told them to hide that, but it, it mu- I think they must have. And there's no way that Lydia voluntarily hid that. They must've made her sign something because she's a huge blabbermouth. But anyway, so be, before we knew this, a- Aaliyah and Lydia were friends and when the whole thing happened with oj and Aaliyah, and he was shaming her for cheating um lydia was there for her and she was saying consoling things but it the way that she was saying them was strange to me because she kept saying you're so much like me we're mm-hmm. so similar and and when i when i first saw it i didn't know or the audience didn't know at all that oj and lydia had dated so my take from it was she was hurt because she was getting rejected by Izzy. So it was like a misery loves company thing. So she wanted Aaliyah to be sad with her, right? Yeah.
1: Well, and um, you yesterday when we talked, you brought up that when we saw the clip of Uche and Lydia meeting each other in the pods again, realizing it's each other, Lydia was the one who said, maybe we should just start over like from ground zero and Uche said, no, we want to do the experiment. So I'm thinking Lydia is also feeling rejected by Uche and it's kind of like really, yeah. Misery loves company with Aaliyah. And she's like, oh yeah, we've both been rejected, but we've also re- both been rejected by the same man, you know?
0: Definitely. Also, if you, if you all heard that ding on my computer, that was my dad texting me. Hello, dad. He is <laughs> not here, but he's here in tech spirit. Hi, so Fader, hello. Um, yeah. So Lydia, I, I, I. The sense I get from her, and you can tell me what you think, is that she is a good person. She's a good friend. She just has kind of like verbal diarrhea, and mm-hmm. she just vomits things out. Just says whatever she wants, um, without thinking. Not that, not even that. What she wants, just talks without thinking. It's like a lack of impulse control. So it's not. It's it doesn't come from a, a place of malice. It's just like no, she just doesn't think. But
1: the I think she was hoping to create a connection with Aaliyah there, and I hope I was thinking. I think in her mind, she was like, "Oh, let me help you out and give you all this information to use." And it's like, uh, I think, like her heart was in the right place, but the action didn't work out.
0: Yeah, I think it it would it was very difficult for her, and I think it would be for anybody. So I think mm-hmm. con- considering what she had been through, I think she did okay. You know, uh, Lydia, I mean, like considering what she had been yeah. through and the fact that, that this is a dude she dated and she wasn't trying to sabotage the relationship, she was trying in her own way to be supportive. It just came off really strange. And so yeah. Aaliyah, I thought one of one of the craziest scenes in that last episode was where Oche goes into the pod, expecting to see aaliyah and then the producer says over the loudspeaker aaliyah has chosen not to continue with the experiment and everybody oh my god who was watching i'm sure like us was like what the fuck is going on and so like
1: I, <laughs> you like i was texting you as i was watching it and yep. suddenly i sent you a text
0: in all caps and i went, she left
1: and you called me and i answered the phone and i went what the fuck is happening I yeah because i was waiting Mine.
0: i was waiting for you to get to that point i was like dying because i i like i was trying to like hold it in but i was like waiting like oh my god i can't wait till she see this sees this and when you text me, I was like, I got to call her now because it's so crazy how that happened. And then so that that's so that's one couple. So now there's also Johnny and the the triad between Johnny, Chris and Izzy. So initially, Johnny is this very sweet kind of seems almost like Midwesterner, but I know they're in the South, but she's very sweet. She She's another attorney, but she doesn't seem like a lawyer to me, whatever that means. Um, she connects with Chris. Chris is a sweetheart. He's kind of like feels almost gender neutral to me, like he's a guy, but he's very like, you know, he's not like a dude, like he's not like a toxic masculinity guy. Um, but he reveals to her that he had his first experience, like losing his virginity. He he was raped and and he must have felt safe enough to open up about that to her. I mean, it was pretty incredible to to watch and as an audience member to see someone be that vulnerable and she was she was so loving towards him after he expressed himself and in general they had a really nice connection and it seemed like they were going in a, in a positive direction like they could have gotten engaged and then in steps fuck boy izzy who to me the minute i saw him i was like what is i don't like this guy like i just didn't like him and Johnny seemed to be attracted to, you know, the, the guy, the emotionally unavailable guy. And she was mm-hmm. saying to, to Izzy, "I like, I like you. I, I feel like Chris is just a friend," which I thought was strange. Actually, what did you think about that?
1: Uh, I have a, I have a lot of feelings about Johnny because, like, you could tell that she could see a connection with Chris but I think she was attracted to the allure of Izzy because so many other women were also into Izzy and a part of me wonders if Johnny wanted to be the one to claim him from all the other girls like it wasn't necessarily about being in love with Izzy it was just sort of a territorial thing you know what do you think
0: I think that's entirely possible because somebody looks more attractive the more that other people are interested in them and nobody was mm-hmm. really vying for Chris she was the only one talking about Chris but it's it's so sad and disappointing because mm-hmm. you, you could see as an audience member that Chris is such a wonderful person and mm-hmm. it's like Izzy is like the sh- I think you said this Izzy's like the shiny object mm-hmm. you know? like he's not he's really not a catch actually like and not that you can't see him she can't see him behind the pods but he isn't attractive I'm sure that the way that she's visualizing him is probably not the way that he looks at all like if if I heard his voice I wouldn't imagine that he looks like that um Mm -hmm. I don't find him physically attractive but that's I guess that's not the point I also don't find him mentally attractive I think that she's used to be treated she's used to being treated poorly in relationships Which reminds me of Jackie, actually. Like, Jackie and Josh. But, you know, and also, it sounds like she's got some family trauma. She's in a big family. Her mom told her that maybe she wasn't meant to be in a relationship, which is a really messed up thing to say to your kid, you know? Yeah,
1: and I think you can really tell how much it's affected her because she was basically begging Izzy and acting very desperate to hold on to him when he was backing off of her. And it was
0: very uncomfortable to watch yeah I don't know see I did not feel uncomfortable when I was watching that I felt sad for her because I've been in that situation before and I felt Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like she has a lot of passion in her she's a very Mm -hmm. she's an intense person and so she was communicating that intensity and saying like Mm -hmm. I know what I want I want you I'm not I'm there's no lack of clarity for me which I think in a way was what attracted him to her. But it also kind of reminds me of sex in the city, how like big went with Natasha because she was a simple choice and didn't go with Carrie initially because she was the complicated one. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I feel like Izzy did is he chose Stacy because Stacy was like the the simple Natasha type character. And he is not emotionally mature enough to be in a relationship with someone like Johnny. That's what I think.
1: I can see that for sure because um, you know when things got because Izzy not only kind of led Johnny on he also led Lydia on early earlier and broke Lydia's heart and I think he's a bit of a flaky fuck boy I've dated people that Izzy reminds me of and it's very much like they flirt with you and draw you in with you know fun conversations you're giggling and having a good time and then you're like oh i really like this person i really want to open up to them now and every and when lydia opened up to him and then later johnny did you saw izzy get uncomfortable and back the f off you know that's so true
0: that's such a good point is that the minute that there's vulnerability and intimacy is when he backed off interestingly enough he was critical of Stacy when Stacy wasn't vulnerable with him because he was used to these girls like throwing their vulnerability at him as if it mm-hmm. was like you know excuse me like throw it like like as if it were sex right like let me just like show you my whole naked mental self and Stacy wasn't doing that so I feel like that was interesting for him like how do I get her to do it does she have the capacity to be vulnerable? Maybe I don't even want that. And then she said something along the lines of, "I can go there. I choose not to." Basically, um, yeah. Honestly, is-
1: I can see Izzy and Stacy working out. I feel like they can. They they might be able to make it.
0: I think they they likely will. Um, yeah. From the clips that we saw that were showing what's to come, I think that there's a lot more drama to come with Izzy. And as I was saying to you before. Like, on the phone, I think that Izzy, he must have flirted with Lydia way more than the footage show. Because they made it look like it was all one-sided. But I don't, mm-hmm. think, I don't think Lydia would have acted that way if he hadn't let her on.
1: Oh, I think he let her on. I mean, remember the montage of the sexual conversations people were having? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure it got hot and heavy.
0: Yeah. I mean, and Lydia is a very attractive person, like, you know, physically, but also, you know, she's a very, like, charismatic person. So I could see mm-hmm. them them having, like, sexy talk. I think it, it must have been the same kind of thing as happened with Johnny, which is that she, she's a very intense person. Mm-hmm. And he can't handle that.
1: Yeah, the moment it gets deep and intense, he backs off. He's just like, nope, not going to go there.
0: Yeah, and I'm having a very difficult time imagining Oche and Liddy. L- Liddy. <laughs> um, wow, that was weird. Um, Oce, Oce and, L- and Lydia together, I can't see it. It's weird. Like, I don't know why. They just seem like total, like, opposites.
1: Well, that's there's a reason why they're both on the show. They didn't work out before they both got on Love is Blind, so... That's that's true. Clearly, that's true. it didn't work out.
0: <laughs> but I can't I can't even see the initial draw. Like he, I don't understand why anybody would like him. He's so bland and boring.
1: Well, and he just like the way he talks about when things are getting emotional is so robotic. Yes, he's like and a robot. Very monotone, and it's just yeah. Well, just seeing him be all judgmental and condescending really turned me off him so yeah I don't see it
0: yeah looks aside um because I'm not physically attracted to Milton but Milton is such a lovely person I think that he (laughs) you know he is so sweet and he's so smart and he needs to get rid of that mustache and like get a haircut as we discussed but he he's a really nice person
1: I am so concerned that Lydia is going to chew him up and spit him back out. I am so scared that he's going to get hurt.
0: He definitely will remember it. So like, it's obvious that that'll happen in general, but also when you see the clip of what's going Mm -hmm. to happen, you can, they show him crying. So she's going to do some, something that's going to make him pretty upset.
1: Yeah, but as we know in the past, editing, you know, for all we know, it could be a simple, like, he just misses his parents and is having
0: a conversation. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, exactly.
1: Because, <laughs> like, we've been led astray by, by editing on the commercials for Love is Blind so many times. Like, remember last season when they made you think that brett and tiffany's wedding was not gonna
0: work yes he was like no
1: this is not gonna happen this is unacceptable and you find out that the reason why brett is so upset is that his pants weren't hemmed right
0: oh my god that was so funny i
1: I was like we were the editing led us so astray
0: (laughs) i can i can already tell that the reunion of this one is going to be so good like it's going to be so so good you can tell
1: better than last season like it better not be live for one thing and they better get into the important questions that we all want to (laughs) know
0: yeah but the the Seattle season I felt like the reunion was like salty and crackers like nobody cared and I certainly did not care about their football game I was like whatever no one cares um I'm trying to think of who else is yeah there's a lot of like almost couples in this season so there's Johnny and Chris were like an almost couple and then and uh, I was gonna say Lydia o- OJ and Aaliyah were almost an almost couple so now we have yeah. the bland white couple who I can't <laughs> when she says when she calls him sugar butt I just want to throw up
1: oh uh, uh, they're so they're so white they're so waspy it's they're so white just-
0: they're so so white
1: they're wasps, let's be real. Like yeah, they are. He, he has an American flag with him in every single shot. Like, I don't understand
0: why. Oh, my God. Kristen was, Kristen was saying on Twitter they're calling them the MAGA couple.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I think their names are uh, JP and Taylor.
0: That's right. JP and Taylor. I... I could so see him being a jp like i don't even know what that's what does it stand for did, did he even say like john paul or something okay uh he they're just so boring and i feel like it's obvious they're not gonna work because like she's like oh like you know i thought you know he, she said something along the lines of in the real world i wouldn't go for someone with his teeth she yeah, well She was harping on his teeth. I don't think they're, I think they're not going to make it is my, my prediction.
1: Uh, I mean, we'll see. I I remember uh, first guys, when I first started doing online dating way back in college, one of the first guys I started talking to, we messaged for a few days and then we decided to do a video chat. And I realized like into the video, I was looking at his teeth being like, Oh my God. And I realized that all his, Pictures that I'd seen so far, he'd been closed mouth smiling. And I was like, oh.
0: Teeth teeth are a real thing for people. Teeth are definitely. What what did they see? Oh, I can't remember. I think it might have been in Kimmy Schmidt. They were like, teeth are the boobs of the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. So
1: true. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. They're, kind of, they're just a very boring couple. I don't really have any investment in them.
0: Yeah. So we only have three couples. So it, it, it seems like they have to somehow get Oche and Aaliyah back together and they have to somehow get Johnny and Chris together.
1: Yeah. I don't know. So far I'm not necessarily rooting for any of them. I'm just very curious to see how this turns out cuz so far it is a hot
0: mess. Yeah, this is a production nightmare because they only have 3 people. Like what the fuck are they going to do? Do you think that Johnny and Chris are going to get engaged? No.
1: I certain I don't think so. I kind of I mean- do.
0: I kind of do. I kind of think that they are going to get engaged. And I, I, my prediction with them is they're going to get engaged and they will make it. I don't know if they're going to have a wedding, but they're going to keep dating.
1: Ah, uh, we'll see. I don't know. I just like, I feel like once you see the footage of how, you know, the fact that she says different things to each guy, it's like, ugh, it doesn't paint her in a good light.
0: Yeah, but I kind of under. I mean... I get that I think Chris is understanding enough to know why she's doing it though like it depends on it really is gonna depend on whether Chris can can, can forgive her and get her to be honest with him mm-hmm because I think that she has the capacity to be honest with him yeah she Do she you just think she just needs to tell him that she was afraid of the emotional intimacy and she friend zoned him because she was nervous about having a healthy relationship
1: Uh, well i guess we'll see because i just
0: think she yeah i think she cut off the him as a choice because it was too real so she in her head was like nope this guy just has to be my friend she wouldn't even let herself go there that's what i think yeah. And she, I think she equates toxicity with love.
1: Yeah, when you've never been in a healthy relationship before, you know, it, it reminds me of the Taylor Swift song, um uh, And That's The Way I Loved You, where it's like I miss screaming and fighting and kissing in the rain, you know, like you miss the drama. Yep. And so i think that there's that fear there where like if there's no drama in the relationship like something's wrong
0: yeah and i mean it's very seductive too Mm -hmm. to live to live that way it's also exhausting and some people think that that is the only way to have a relationship is for it to be yelling and screaming and fighting and drama and all this stuff but it's it's not the only way nor is it a sustainable way
1: yeah, I I agree. Do you think that Aaliyah would give Uche another chance if if slash when the producers cause I'm pretty sure the producers are gonna find a way to put them in the same room together? Like, oh yeah, there was a that-
0: there's a clip of that. I, I, I'm gonna answer that question, but I was gonna I was just gonna say it, it popped into my head. Um I said no nor is it a sustainable way to have a relationship, but I'm like, I don't know. Some people have a lot of energy and they can they can hold out. Maybe they're they're just you know, they like to fight, they can fight until they're a hundred who knows. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so the question of o- Oche and, and Aaliyah, I, I'm not sure. I think that if Lydia can somehow stay out of it, then they have a chance to, to try to, to make it. But she's gonna, I think ultimately she's going to have to choose between him and Lydia.
1: I feel like if i were in her position i mean not that i like uche really i would choose him over lydia because well i don't i don't i don't know
0: uh i would i i would because i'd want to know if it could work and i would i would want to know i would be like you know what it's lydia is a cool person but she's not like the best friend of my life right like it's not like they've known each other for years you know like if, if they're meant to be friends, they can come back together. I, I just feel like they, they got shortchanged in terms of even seeing if their relationship could work.
1: Yeah, I mean, because, like, first, Uche kind of sabotaged it, and then when they were starting to mend it, then, like, the bombshell of Lydia went off, and it was like, oh. Uh...
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, they didn't really have a chance to figure it out. And also, there are always bumps in the road with relationships. I think he was trying to protect himself because he wanted, you know, of course, you're going to want to know if someone had cheated in other relationships because you don't want to get cheated on. But the Exactly. Fact, right. But the fact that she admitted it to him and mm-hmm. she didn't try to hide it, I think says, says, like, what's the word? Volumes about her.
1: Mm-hmm. She was open and honest, and that's all you can ask in a partner.
0: Exactly. So I think he should take that as comfort that she's going to be honest with him. And also, yeah. you know, that could have been an that could have been an opportunity for a dialogue about you know what happens when we're together and things come up. What what will happen? Will you be able to talk to me and say that I'm not feeling this or I'm not feeling sexual towards you, et cetera.
1: Hmm yeah you got to feel comfortable being able to open up and talk to a person without the fear of being judged or condemned, which is would be my fear with him. I wouldn't trust opening up to him emotionally at all
0: it was exactly it was a betrayal of her trust because here she is being vulnerable, saying this hap you know I made this choice. I'm not proud of the choice, but I did it and then his reaction is to completely. Shame her, and that would Mm -hmm. that would make me feel like, well, why would I even, why, how can I trust you again?
1: Why bother telling you if you're gonna just automatically blame me? You know.
0: Yeah, it would make me shut down, which is, I think, what happened ultimately. Yeah, I don't. is, Is that she was just like, fuck this shit. I'm not gonna, and and maybe that's a sign that you know. I think, I think it's it it could be a. It depends if she decides to give him another chance. Because, you know, he, I'm... He really did. Proud. Sorry, he did. He did make... He did fuck that up.
1: Sorry. I'm very proud of her for choosing to leave and prioritize herself. Because that shows a lot of self-respect. And that's hard for a lot of people to do. A lot of people would stick it out. Like, I think Johnny, you know, was would have stuck it out as long as she possibly could. But good for Leah for recognizing that like it wasn't a healthy space for her to be in
0: yeah and also like her and Chris made that choice both of them mm-hmm. were like you know what I don't want to do this and they did it preemptively so they didn't do it at the altar which makes me think that they're going to be the champions of the season that, they, that actually those two are going to make it those two couples
1: i suppose we'll have to wait and find out
0: yeah so i think i think she's gonna i think that johnny and chris and Ali and oce will make it lydia and milton definitely not taylor and jp probably not um and then who's the third people oh izzy and whatever her face is stacy i think they're gonna make it
1: oh yeah i agree i be curious to see how the drama unfolds because clearly this season's gonna bring it more so than the other seasons
0: i do i did i think johnny and chris are gonna make it i really do i i really really do but she's got she has to she she's got to humble herself and be like you know what i didn't give you a chance and that wasn't fair
1: i guess yeah that's she that's what she's got to do i guess i'll have to wait and see if that's what's happening
0: Well, we have come to the end of our episode, but (laughs) we have more to talk about next week. Thank you for listening. We love you guys.
1: Follow us on Instagram and Blue Sky Social. We're at Tangential Friendship. You could also find us at the Sarah Fader and at the Joy Pearson.
0: Until next time, Barbie. Until next time, Barbie. Bye.